la la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Hey guys, welcome back to Action Action. This week we watched Stone Cold, but hey, you know what? I forgot to tell you. We're part of the BFOP network, and uh, we watch action movies, and uh, also we have a list of 190 movies. You should check it out on Letterboxd at Action Action. But my name is James, and I am joined, like always, by John. Sup? And Dustin. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing the energy. We're ready to go. So, uh, how you guys doing? Yeah. Pretty good, man. Not too bad. Yeah. Feel, feel real good after re-watching Stone Cold. Real fresh. Yeah, like, uh, I know that we weren't supposed to watch this movie. It was supposed to be Ghost Riders. It was like a last minute <laughs> Last minute audible. Change. Yeah, explain audible. your explain your thought process here. Yeah, James. why? Because we you... did we did just have a poll where we asked our our followers to choose a movie that we should revisit. Stone Cold was one of the movies that was an option. It <laughs> yes. didn't get voted on. Uh, Hard Boiled, in fact, won that voting. So uh, what the what, what's uh, going on here? Why are you spoiling that, Dustin? <laughs> why are you, why are you fucking this shit up? <laughs> I feel like um, we have tiptoed around Stone Cold a lot. We. It was brought up in the poll of like what movies we should redo. Um, it's been in the back of our our psyche mm-hmm. uh, for a while. I just think I don't know. It it was an easy sell for a last minute movie. So you guys did a poll about redoing movies. <laughs> yeah, y- yes. Yeah, you had selections that were in the. In the yeah, you, you pick three movies. Dustin picked what three mo- movies. What I movies three. did I pick? You had uh, Jesus Face Off. Oh um, fuck yeah! Face Off. Face Off was your, Face Off was your one that made it to the finals, but no, Hard cool. Boiled won James's yeah. pick. All right, well, right you know what? That's a lot of people who are just sad. They're, you know what they are? <laughs> they're uh, they're just they're just trying to just pander. Fucking edge lords. Yeah, oh, well, your other your other two were Raw Force and Avengers Infinity War for some reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, so terrible uh, pick. No, Avengers <laughs> Infinity War is because I want to. Kick that movie down, right? Right. Yeah. And Raw Force is because I don't even remember that movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. And James, you had Stone Cold, uh, Hard Boiled, and The Octagon. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. They don't know what they want, and they want Stone Cold. <laughs> they want Stone Cold. Dustin, yeah. what were yours? Uh, mine were Hard Target, Predator, and Point Break. And Predator was the winner out of mine, and it was second mo- most voted after Hard Boiled, but Hard Boiled won the poll. Face so. Off was third? Face Off was third. It, did, it, con- it, it got it's a good amount of votes. Oh, I'm going to say this. I'm convinced that the uh, the only reason that, that Stone Cold didn't win 
is because enough people hadn't seen it. Yeah, they didn't know what the fuck it was. Because they were they like, didn't know what they're missing. Oh, yeah, I'm a stupid fucking pussy, and I haven't watched fucking Hard Boiled. <laughs> so I feel like I won twice because I snuck this one in, and we're gonna do Hard Boiled. You son of a bitch. So, so uh, Ryan, this one is for you. This one. Oh, also <laughs> Ryan. His like constant yes. Even when we were even, doing when it wasn't one of the options, he kept voting for Stone Cold. He's just like Stone Cold, Stone Cold. So, so let's just be a lesson to you. If you if you harangue us enough, we'll just do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Don't I, say harangue to me. Because <laughs> if you say harangue to my face, like we, you're done. Friends off. Come to, come, friends come to off. blows. Come on, that's not a that's not a word we use. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. So we watched Stone Cold. Um, we did this movie, I believe in our first year we did this movie. Yeah. Um, so, and you know what? We did it dirty. We did this movie. We did, we did it dirty for sure. Z. Yeah. For sure. Z. (laughs) (laughs) You need to add that on there. Um, but you know, I watched the, a Boz movie a couple weeks ago. Right. Um, One man's justice. Yeah. Now that movie fucking rules. Yeah, so we and gotta do it. I was tempted to pick that one, but uh, you know, here we are. Anyways, Dustin, why don't you uh, read this synopsis? Okay. Joe Huff is a tough loner cop with a flair for infiltrating dangerous biker gangs. The FBI blackmailed Joe into an undercover operation that entails infiltrating the Brotherhood, a powerful Mississippi biker gang linked in the murder of government officials as well as dealing drugs with the mafia. Uh, first question. Um, how does one acquire a flair for infiltrating infiltrating biker gangs? <laughs> I got a flair for picking ponies. Yeah. Uh, this guy's got a flair for uh, infiltrating uh, multi-level organized crime units. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I mean, just look at him. He's he's. Cut. He's got this. Oh, he's, he's got this, cut. So. He's got the most amazing <laughs> mullet I've this, ever seen. This oh, guy and he is making it work. He wears a pair of guest jeans that makes the gods cry. supple. Oh, his <laughs> so his cheeks when he fights on that beach in those guest jeans. <laughs> I mean, Mwah. his look is something else. It's fantastic. It, it nobody <laughs> else in the movie can reach his level. Of his, looks. his glasses, his his snakeskin his duster, fucking <laughs> glasses, his like uh, dead skunk on his shoulder, <laughs> yeah, like it's amazing. I mean, I can't believe we're watching this, and some of the stuff we'll have talked about the first time we watched it, but like. Boz should have been a huge action star. He should have been. It's a crime. 100%. And now after watching this again, and after you talking about One Man's Justice, I'm like, we got to do all his fucking movies. We totally do. <laughs> yeah, I. This is a weird, like a weird way of entering this episode, but like he, he, he's so great. He's so much fun. He's fun to watch. He's, he nails everything. Yeah. He does. He's a fucking football player. He's he's doing a great job. He's got the look. He's an ugly sod, but like, (laughs) you know, that's not for me to judge. It's not what William Forsythe says. He says he's a fucking pretty boy. Yeah. Well. Fucking pretty boy. <laughs> bet, you, bet you did something. Uh, he was good in prison or something. Yeah, he's I don't know. Yeah, pretty boy like you in prison. Bet it was a hard, hard service or whatever. He says, yeah. yeah, hard time. Um, this movie was a flop, though, right? Like this movie. This movie was a bomb. Yeah, it did yeah. not do well. Um, Injustice again. Now, I didn't do my research on why Boz flopped or. 
you know, I don't know. It, it maybe it was a bit of the wrong timing kind of thing. Like this came out in 91, but this is very much an 80s action movie. Oh, yeah, very much. Um, it feels it feels like very 1987. But, right, it, yeah. but it's also in the perfect realm for the video store, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure it did well on video. It just as a theatrical release, it was like, okay, this guy can't carry a movie because he's not a star, but he should have fucking been a star. He's so, he's, he should have been charming. He's funny. He he delivers his lines. Well, he's got the action dynamics. This is something that's really interesting because there's no reason that he shouldn't be a star. While Schwarzenegger is a star. Sure. That like from, and, and we're talking from this side of the, Camp like the camera, like we're watching the finished film. Yeah. So maybe he's a piece of shit. Maybe nobody wanted to work with him. Like, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think from when we reviewed this the first time, there was a lot of talk about at this time he had like quite the ego, right? Um, you know, he was the boss, right? Yeah, he, and he even he had he had that reputation even when he was a football player. Right? Yeah, exactly. I think that. So I was talking about this. This is so crazy. This is very different. You can cut this out. But uh, I was talking to somebody else about how close people are in. Uh, it was about how luck impacts how successful you are. Yeah. And it's like you need to have an advocate in your corner. And I was talking about hockey players. And I, I listened to an interview with a hockey player who was like, I was no better than like 50 percent, like 25 percent of NHL players. Like and people who were like, the same percentage that were like of like the lower level, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason I should have made it when somebody else didn't. The only reason I made it is because people like liked me, mm-hmm. and they gave me opportunities when they didn't give other people opportunities. Um, and how much like just being a decent human being lent to becoming successful, and that works the opposite way. There's lots of horrible, horrible human beings who have become very successful pieces sure, yeah. of shit. <laughs> but for for people who are in the middle, you know, a lot of the times it's just like make the right friends, be a good person, or make the right friends. So you know what I mean. I I think what happened was is uh, now I could be completely wrong, but I think there was uh, a lockout or something in the NFL, and then. In the meantime, he went to Hollywood and he was like making some money in Hollywood. He's just an arrogant, (laughs) like, but he's also, he's got some like charisma, right? And I think he just teamed up with a good agent and... Here he goes. He's got a movie. He's got a movie. Theatrically released film. Who was the actor we talked about a couple weeks ago um, that they were trying to make like a star? He looked like it. He had like he had a uh, he had martial arts. He had the look, and he was just a wooden fucking actor. Oh well, I th- we brought up Jeff Speakman because I had watched that movie, The Perfect Weapon. Yeah, where, yeah, that was another ni- early '90s guy where they were trying to They're make trying him to, into a thing, and that was it. But because they were trying to make. Like, we've talked about Steven Seagal. They were trying to make him a thing. Yeah, I think Seagal I mean, was more Seagal successful. Was a thing. Well, he was. What I mean is always like it's the same as everything else. Like they're just trying to make these people things. Yeah, let's just see if this works, right? Yeah, and sometimes you're just like, but the thing this is, this guy fucking sucks, and I don't want to work with for him for sure. 
and maybe Boz is an asshole. I don't know. He, he whatever he he is off screen. He's not a he, he totally like, he totally works on screen. Yeah, he's not a sweetheart like Seagal. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, one so time yeah, it's, I it's, heard it's too I, bad. I, I want to say one time I heard that that there was a uh, an issue on set where somebody wasn't being nice to a another person and they were kind of like, my, there's no genders. They they were kind of just like insisting themselves upon the other person. Seagal just like it's like not on my watch, not on my fucking watch. He just he shut that shit down because that's the kind of guy that Steven Seagal is. True, true story. He just uh, shuts it all down because he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Uh, right off the bat, we get into one of our classic tropes, and again, this is an '80s thing: the putting every type of food in the oh, blender. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, John's gonna say. <laughs> At least it wasn't for himself. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is this? This guy is hardcore. He's putting potato chips, Snickers yeah, bars, He's hot putting sauce, like the eggshells in. Yeah, I'm puts like, the eggshells in. I was like, is he going to drink this? I'm like, is this a like a joke? Is this supposed to be a play on how ridiculous it is? Like making fun of. <laughs> right. The other movies that have done yeah. that. But then he gives it to his giant fucking lizard. This starts, yeah. We have to start way before this. We got to start with the grocery store scene. Oh, yeah. The grocery store. The, the co- Cobra-esque. Yeah. So... So I had a question when I was watching this is like, did the 80s and 90s just like absolutely perfect, like when you went into a store and made you feel like you were actually there? (laughs) Yeah. Like, cause they don't, it's not really like that anymore. Like most of the items are fake, but like back then it was like, it was was real real product. Like Like you're just like actually in a supermarket yeah because that's like hey let us film in here we'll pay for whatever shit we wreck yeah we're gonna wreck some shit but um we're gonna mess up your mrs butterworth's let us let us film in your store and they're like oh okay sure yep gonna be in a hollywood movie all right (laughs) hell yeah but yeah definitely a cobra you know rip off of the cobra opening scene but it's still fun (laughs) like it's so much fun and you get introduced to the boss and it's just like what the fuck is he wearing? Like <laughs> yeah, he's got the duster. He's got the I, unbelievable mullet. Like that mullet is I a mean, thing of beauty. Is this what the early nineties was like? Like that's if you what, were the boss. Yeah. Does he have I like, mean, does he have like stonewashed jeans on? Yeah, to me, like the nineties was like starter jackets and <laughs> flared jeans. It depends where you look. If you looked at like hockey players and pro wrestlers, yeah, mullets were still a thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was, was came out in 91. Yeah. 91. Yeah, so I was eight. Sorry, eight. I was seven when I think when this movie came out. Yeah. Right? 81? I was at Burton 82. No. No, I was eight. It was no, nine. you were nine. Nine fucking idiot math. <laughs> it's fucking nine. Math Sarjan. Uh, I was nine when this movie came out. Yeah. Or or eight, depending on the month. Right. So that was like starter jackets, and we wore backwards baseball caps. That's where John mm-hmm. got his style from. Yeah. The yeah. boss. The so boss. I still wear a starter jacket. Uh, the pullover <laughs> one with that zipper that goes like from your chest to the top. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really puffy. <laughs> oh, and I wear that other thing. Where and you got like, the basketball shorts, like the really baggy uh, yeah. basketball oh, shorts. Yeah. Bat oh, bat. Oh, hell yeah. I'm oh, always trying to tell you you can't wear those in public. But Tearaways. Right. I got tearaways for days. <laughs> now, his mullet and his haircut is not just like a regular mullet. Like, no. It's, it, it, it's got like detail and layers <laughs> yeah, that are layers. just like... It, I had to, at one point, just be 
looking at his hair like what what did they do like how much time did this take because i think the boss just came in it I is th- a work of art so here's what i think i think i think the boss went to his local not his local he went to his hairstylist and he says make me the boss <laughs> and they, the they made that and then that's what they went with. I wouldn't be surprised if he cut it himself because you know well, yeah. the motorcycle he rides in the movie. He they, ma- he made he, yeah. he, made he it. built it. <laughs> he built it, and they were like, they were like, we want you to ride this motorcycle. I was like, no, 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 that's not going to work for do the bonds. Do you mean his horse? Yeah, his horse. You got to. Yeah. He wants. Yeah. Hey, he built his own horse. Get off my horse. <laughs> is a line that said. That is a line. Movie. Get off my horse. Hey, get off my horse. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> apparently, the director was fired. The original director. The yeah. original director was fired, and so we got our man Craig Gar Baxley on here. Action Jackson. There was Dark um, Angel. There was a lot of storyline of Brian Bosworth's uh, backstory of his kid, his yeah, kids, and, kid and his family. Yeah, and Punisher style. They they cut it all out. They spent four million dollars on shooting all of this, and they cut it out. I'm of the really movie. glad they cut it out. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah! I was yeah. about to say, I was so thankful that you said that because I was like, I don't want to fucking see that. No, yeah. get the that's we don't need that, that shit. Sh- cut that shit. Get the fuck out of here. All I want is I want a guy with a shitty fucking haircut and a tight pair of jeans to dance in front of me <laughs> and kill some people. I mean, this movie delivers an action. It's an action movie. It's a dude's action movie. Like it's ninety minutes. It's tight. It's got fist fights. It's got so many explosions. It's got gunplay. It's got just ridiculous. It's got a strip club called Tit for Tat. It's, yeah, it's got everything. I mean, it could be tighter. <laughs> okay, the I'm middle, the that. middle gets I'm a, a little, I'm James a little boggy, but I don't know. I'm I'm entertained in almost every scene. I'm definitely entertained. It does move along pretty quickly. I. I feel like it slows down because the storyline kind of veers a little off where it's like... It's true. I want to get to that. Okay. But before we leave this opening scene where he pretty much Cobras, but I think a cooler Cobra for me. <laughs> I mean, I think the Cobra one is more iconic. It's like a grimy it's one. First, it is, but... And it has the better the better line because well, he gets to say clean up on aisle four or whatever, but... I think what's cool about this movie is it introduces us and they set the tone for scumbags. Oh, yeah. In that opening scene. And I fucking am here for it. <laughs> this might be one of the greatest like all around um, ensemble casts that we've ever done. Yeah, this is just a good combination of ingredients going on here in terms of the actors. It is so Beautiful. The pieces of shit that they have like just like oh, gathered. 100%. <laughs> I do love that after the cops show up for that grocery store scene, it's like Joe, you're on suspension still. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? What are you doing here? And I think it's that's like, yeah. But I think that's brilliant. Like so I cool. love that they automatically like go right into it. Like, so they know it's Simpsons. Yeah. Like, Listen, McBain. that's exactly what I was thinking. Listen, thinking Chief, the stop busting my chops. It was perfect. It was like okay, we're gonna get all of this out of the way, like off the top. Like we're just gonna be like we're done. Yeah. Like oh, you thought that was coming? It's already here. Okay, so all of that stuff. Uh, like we can get rid of that. We can dispense with that immediately. Uh, I just love the the set because that sets the tone of the movie, but it also sets the like ridiculousness <laughs> of the 
whole operation that is going to take place in this movie and how at the end it what does it accomplish because everyone's dead <laughs> oh i can't wait well, that's only get... because joe huff fucked up their plan though i okay and we can talk about this later because it's the end wait to get AKA to AKA end of john this movie. stone one of the greatest opening scenes in a movie. Yeah, and it's not even original, but it's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like, even him eating a donut. <laughs> um, all that f- beginning stuff is funny. Then, you know, him in his apartment with his fucking grape smuggling banana hammock shorts on. And oh, then, like, yeah. grape smugglers. <laughs> Grape smugglers. The FBI guy. (laughs) Sam McMurray, by the way, a great character actor. Uh, His, like, FBI liaison guy. Um, Him coming to the house. Sam McMurray is so good in this fucking movie. (laughs) It's great. Like, Sam McMurray knows exactly who he's playing. So, uh, for for the character, he plays Lance. He knows exactly who, who he is. He knows exactly what he's doing, how much he's supposed to be a dumb fuck. Mm-hmm. And how much he's so a he, dork? He's, he's a, a yeah, dweeb guy. But he is perfect. He is so perfect in this movie. I want to just like I want to write him a letter and I want to say yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you for McCurry. creating the template. It's like <laughs> there has been many people who set this up, but you, sir, perfected well, it, dialed in. He's uh, what? What's the um, his? Version or his character in I Come in Peace. What's oh, yeah, Brian Ben Ben. Yeah, see, I'll take this guy. Same over, director. Over, really? Same director. Same director. Oh, wow. See, connecting them. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. Connect Connect the dots. <laughs> uh, yeah, he plays the perfect FBI or um, forced partner yeah. like character. He plays that. The like, dorkier, so well, the paper pusher, and he even has his like tropey uh, scene at the end. Oh yeah, just like out of Die Hard, like yeah. the Reginald Val Johnson scene. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so like the movie starts off with a huge bang. Yeah, and it doesn't take long to get him to the biker bar where he's already trying to infiltrate. The FBI come to him. They're like, "Hey, we need you to go in." Uh, infiltrate this bike gang. We know that they they've been killing like judges and stuff. Yeah, because we have the scene with William Forsythe where he blows up the judge on the boat. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that the whole sequence or the um, the montage of them killing priests and yeah, well, because uh, okay, the one guy goes to jail because he just like shotguns a priest through well, no, a window. The whole movie is, is that's that's the, the whole yeah yeah. He he starts off with him doing that, and yeah. then and then we see the the other bikers like taking out judges and stuff that have ruled against this guy. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so they're, they're just killing all these judges and stuff indiscriminately. And that's why they send Bosworth in to, like, see what's going I on. I do love how... Yeah, I do love how they... How uh, William Forsyth... Forsyth? For, William yes. Forsyth, yeah. Like, how he, like, blows up that judge and he's just, like, in the bush, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, lights a cigar. <laughs> It's just it's you're setting up like these guys are just evil. They're just William Forsyth is the perfect guy for this type of role. I mean, he was shooting this and Out for Justice at the same time. He would go from like oh really one set to the other to shoot them. He's getting ragdolled by <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, and then just like the other people in the gang, obviously Lance Henriksen, fucking rules chains. Lance Henriksen is 
one of the all-time best villains ever. So apparently, isn't didn't he like write all his own lines? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, apparently he just. Said let's go with you know what? It's shit. true. Yeah, let's go it's with true. it. It's We're true. Going with Legend. Truth. That's canon. <laughs> uh, if he wrote all of his own lines, this guy <laughs> has been kissed by Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like, know if that's the church he goes to. Remember, he shows that this is my church. Yeah, my, my colors. My colors don't run. Yeah, he like Jesus bent down and just like kissed him on the like on the Adam's I'm apple. I'm pretty sure it's so the Nazi. Perfect. And they were the like, Nazi Mwah. yeah, the Nazi. Yeah, that was kind of harsh. Like, uh, I mean, John, there's got to be Nazis. It did suck. It's the early nineties. It's a white motorcycle <laughs> gang. There's Nazis. In gotta there. be, but I have to be completely honest. Like. I know I used to be more like, like I'm old now, but like <laughs> edgelord shit when I was like in my, when I was 18 in the nineties was a lot different than like shit now. Like things have changed. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so it sucks now seeing like that, like the Nazi flag there being like, Ugh, it's a little too like on point. It's a little too, I mean, I, I assume that's what some of these that's, gangs are like, Yeah, but I think that a lot of that stuff was made with the, with the thought at the time being like, yeah, we're going to use this shit because it's horrible, but obviously nobody's actually a Nazi anymore. I actually <laughs> think it fits in with the storyline in the bike gangs Be- because this, this biker gang is on some kind of crusade to, I mean, they even say at the end, you know, first the, the state house or the courthouse next the white house yeah like, like they have some grand like they're on plans. like a suicide mission they are ambitious but uh, i don't even know like doomsday they call it the event that they're like preparing like, for what exactly are they hoping to achieve like, i don't well, know like an anarchy like a take down the law like the actual legal system yeah but like, yeah that doesn't make any sense though if we want to get <laughs> no. into that because they're not all in on it no, we have, no. We have like the, gut. Gut is always yeah. protesting everything. Listen, this is not the gang I joined. Yeah, I didn't join up to this gang. Is that the guy at the end who ends up dying to save? Yeah, Bosworth. Yeah, I yeah. love that. That sucked. <laughs> they when were they, totally setting that up. When they killed him, I was I like, I believe he was oh. still in the gang at that point. Yeah, I was like, really? So you made it to the courthouse? Yeah, he made it to the courthouse <laughs> and to kill, and kill an assassinated judge. And then you're like, whoa, wait <laughs> a second. The so funny through the movie because he's in this biker gang that are like full of Nazis and yeah. like murderers and rapists and whatever. And he's always just like, hey guys, come on. I mean, come on, guys. I, come on, he's like, guys. Hey, I, Joe, Joe, where you been, Joe? So hey. My logic for that character <laughs> is that he is. I wanted to ride motorcycles. That's all. I With feel you, like, Joe. I feel like he's a, he's a weirdo who's never felt yeah, comfortable with anybody. Yeah, he's an outcast and he found and, a group of outcasts. Yeah, and yeah. like he's actually like a decent person. <laughs> He's like, hey, I was into assassinating the judge, but this yeah. is, well, now we're going too far. Right? I don't think he was necessarily into anything. I think he was just hanging with his friends, and he was yeah. going to do what his friends did. Like, like maybe it nowadays... It just plays funny when you're watching it. does it, play though. funny. Because when he's at the end scene, he's in there with a gun, helping out, and then he's like saying stuff like, come on, guys, no, this is too much, man. This, this is too is much. This too much. <laughs> Holy shit, though. We can't talk about the, the, that... Unless we talk about that. Let's talk about everything up to the last siege. Yeah. Because there is so much to talk about in that siege. 
Oh yeah, the siege is amazing. The um, siege is amazing. The way it kicks off, oh my god! But there's so tons good. of other stuff. Okay, so he joins in. He goes to the bar to rattle his cage. He's gonna yeah. like join the gang, and he gets in like almost immediately just by helping them out in the bar fight. And then he shows up at their biker rally. He fights a big dude uh, in a pretty fun scene, and then um, oh yeah, the guest gene scene, I call it. And then he's like, "Get you and your old lady, get out of my van." And all that shit. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then he's like, oh, have have fun with my lady. And then he gets in the van and he's like, what kind of leader or what kind of guy will let someone stay with his woman or something? No, he says, like, I didn't, I, I learned you don't just give a pretty lady away or oh, some right. shit like that. Um, and, then, and then he goes out and he's like. But he's working her immediately as a co- as a cop oh 100 he's like, it's, he, like from scene one he's like i'm this is my angle i'm working her right now <laughs> like this movie that's the other thing though it's like after watching it am i giving it too much credit for not being stupid like it's not stupid it's not stupid like this movie's ambitious i think <laughs> i mean yeah there's certain i mean there's certain things like that where it's like okay there's little details that feel realistic but then the bombast of it all is just so like Brunt, like blunt force in your face. It goes off the fucking rails. <laughs> yeah, like once they do the P two P deal with the mafia or whatever. But there's so much shit before that. Oh, oh I know, so I know, there's tons. But okay, like, so I'm like, just trying to jump to parts. Oh but. man. Okay, so some of my favorite scenes: the Sturgis scene. I'm gonna call it the Sturgis <laughs> scene because that's what it felt like. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when he when he fights that guy. On the beach, on mm-hmm. like Venice Beach or whatever it's supposed to be. I do like how he showed up with a van towing his bike. But, yeah. Why? Then he beats William Forsyth so, in a race. Just so they can have that scene where she's in the van? Yeah. I think, right. going through I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was more like of a, like he rides a bike, but like he's not staying. Like he's, he's a nomad. Yeah, so like, he needs to have his home on the go. Right, they're like, right. what club you with? And he's like, independent. Independent. <laughs> I'm like, all right. But like, I think it would have been cooler if he had just been like, oh, I just have like the shit on my back and like like two shirts and a pair of jeans in my pack. Like, that's all I have. Like, Yeah. It wasn't it quite kinda, tough. Kind of like, I think it would have been way tougher if he just rolled in with just his bike. There was no, yeah. There his was horse. No, yeah, exactly. His Rode horse. into town with just his horse, and it's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just passing through. Yeah, there was no need to bring the van into it. I told. I, I think it's just to get the scene with the yeah, he girl. Can, that so he cell. can kick them out and like talk to them and whatever. But this talk, movie talk, does talk. not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, the, just laughing now made me think though of all of the times that Lance Henriksen has like the most glorious bad guy laugh in the movie. He's like rewinding and watching Judge Whipperton the whip yeah. over and over again until he's just repeating and he's just like he's just got this like smoky fucking weathered voice. He's just like <laughs> like I can't do it. But, like it's so great. Uh-huh. I think I said this story. You might want to drop it. <laughs> I think I said this story the last time we recorded this episode. But I was listening to something or I was talking to someone. I can't remember what it was. But it was, um, oh, what was the show he was on for Fox? Oh, Millennium? Millennium. And uh, he goes into a video store and he rents Millennium. <laughs> this this is the, the my version that I remember of the story from two, three years ago. He goes in and he goes, 
I'm in this show. <laughs> and then he rents it and then goes to his car. Like, this is the kind of guy he is. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, go watch, see this show? Go watch my own performance. Here. I'm in this show. I'm in this show. <laughs> That's me. Oh, man. Um, so, anyway, so he's like deep undercover with, you know, in the, the biker gang, the boss. And uh, William Forsyth is always just like, I don't trust this guy, man. I don't, I don't, he doesn't feel right. Yeah. And he's, he's the only one who's smart. Yeah. He's the only one that's smart. And also, is he like, can we go back and make sense of anarchy with these guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be such a better show. <laughs> I mean, there were some good actors on Sons of Anarchy, but like, you know, some of them were very like clean cut and didn't feel like real scuzzy bikers. These, guys, right. these, these are guys scuzzy. Felt like pieces of shit. <laughs> Honestly, watching the movie with that many bikers, there had to be real bikers in there. Don't you have a story and about this, Dustin? Uh, no. Oh, that. I thought there was a story about how this, like, the set was overrun with real bikers. Oh, uh, that was a different movie we were oh, doing. Okay. I can't remember what movie yeah, that was. I can't remember what movie that was. But, like, these guys had to be real bikers. Oh, Dawn of the Dead was the one. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Some of these guys are faces I recognize from other movies, but I think they always play No, I mean, exactly like, the guys in the guy. background. Oh, the, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, sure. yeah. With all the <laughs> yeah, get them. <laughs> They're betting on the the fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think this might be one of the best, like you're saying, James. One of the best, like um, ensemble. Yeah, well, like, no, that's not the word I'm looking for, but yeah, like one of the most best ensemble casts of no name actors, like just background actors of like people who are just like look exactly the color, the, part. the 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 detail. Yeah, because yeah. we've watched a lot of movies, like we've. We've watched like we've done a few some movies where there's some real scumbags, <laughs> and a lot of it feels like okay like, they put a wig on him and like yeah, yeah pierced or, his ear just or before. they feel like like a theater actors who are just being right. like right we're here now let's fight like you know yeah. what I mean like like let's go right this felt like. Oh, this fuck. felt like, like they went to a fucking fight, shitty guy's... biker bar and were like, "Hey, you guys come with us." Yes, <laughs> this, I do. This guy's gonna stab me in the abdomen. I do feel <laughs> like they they didn't achieve that when they hired the guys for the army. Um, oh, those those guys, <laughs> those guys <laughs> so just seemed like, "Hey, you and you put on uh, army uniforms," and they're like, "Hey, we need to check your stuff." Which is actually that's that's so true because those guys felt those guys like, did not act like army guys at all. No, yeah, every army guy felt like the same way that we I felt about other movies right. that we've done. Well, you, I mean, you have the example right in this movie where Sam McMurray tries to dress up like a biker when they go to the tit for tat bar. Like yeah. that's the type of thing you're talking about in other movies where they're like hey he's a convincing biker with yeah. his backwards cap on um, I love that scene by the way uh, I think I'm here to Sam, back you up and he like rips the sleeves off and like I think Sam McMurray ruled in this you, oh, know, what that, so you know what that was though it's like if you think about it that's like the um, the scene we've seen this movie this, this scene in other movies though it's usually a woman who's like trying to fit in like the not cool yeah. Like slutty girl. It's like, oh no, you can't come out like that. You gotta do this. And it's right. like rip like <laughs> right. rip off that. Like cut like the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he goes and he's like, I'm cool. And he's like the lamest dude. And it's like, oh man, I kind of want to hang with his dad. And then I would say the only other casting that I felt a little off, but I kind of liked because it was kind of out there was the mafia, the coked up mafia oh, guys. Yeah. Like they all kind of had a funny look to because them. Like they, they all had, had like ponytails and like yeah. long hair. They and- just looked weird. And, but I was kind of like, yeah, these guys are fucked up. Like they're just—they're on some kind of drug. Even they look crazy. Scuzzy. Like they didn't oh, look yeah. like your typical movie mafia guys. They're definitely not cleaned up. <laughs> Somebody in this movie that I think is so interesting is uh, Gregory Scott Cummings. Yeah, our buddy from Action uh, he, USA. Yeah, he plays a wall. Yeah, the helicopter pilot. So a wall oh, because he's him. A-Wall okay, because he left. He left the army. Yeah, he I left feel the army. really bad for him as an actor because. I was watching this movie and I have a theory and I'll let you guys you, you let, me, let me know what you think he's not handsome enough to be like a super like a, like a leading man but he's not grimy enough <laughs> to be like a bad guy he has these like incredibly bright blue eyes <laughs> right. well he got to be I play a real scuzzball as Mac's dad on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But when he's in his, when he's in his sixties, yeah, he was older. What I mean though is like as like he just has this like very unfortunate ability, like not ability, like his unfortunate like presence. Yeah, where he's not quite evil enough. Well, they gave him the like the goatee type of thing in this. I think that helped a little bit. But he's so clean and yeah, babyish. Yeah, he's very clean. Like because he was in the army, he had to. But be he's so good clean. looking. That's the thing is, though, he's like, he just has these. A, it's the, it's the bright blue eyes. I think that throw you, mm. where he just can't be a villain, right? So he can't ascend that, mm-hmm. and he he's also a little bit too. Well, he's grimy. To maybe be like he, the in another movie, he's like the Sam McMurray or something. Like even yeah. in Bosch, like he's older in Bosch, so but good. he's a side character and he does a great job. Like he's but like now he in Bosch or in It's Always Sunny. Like I think he's perfect. Right. Yeah. Like it just he had to like age into it or something. Yeah. I wonder what his career is like. I'd love to talk to him and just be like, dude, like, what was your life like? Yeah, he's been in a lot of interesting movies. I mean, everything from Batman Returns, The Italian Job, Cliffhanger, uh, you know, to a ton of B stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure he's had an interesting. I, I, I hope he. I hope he's had a like a happy career. I just, I don't know. Well, he's still working, right? Oh yeah, so. I'm still going. I'm still working. Um, I, I also like. I don't like. I it. also like Richard <laughs> Gant as the other FBI guy. He's just perfect. He's just like, yeah. I mean, these actors are all exactly what you They're want all to be yeah. in those roles, right? Totally. That's the thing about this film, though, is that like everybody is absolutely perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also get, uh, I think we brought this up the first time we did the show, but Paulo Toka, the guy that is like the, he's sent to kill him and he sends him away on the plane and he has like the fake... Right. Ear tattoo that he uses as evidence that he murdered this guy for them. Uh, he was from Bloodsport. He was like the kickboxer dude in Bloodsport. Oh, totally. Yeah. I told you you don't fuck with me. And he's in a me. few other Van Damme movies too. But um, yeah, don't fuck with me. Uh, yeah. That guy's got a great look too. Like everybody, even in this tiniest roles, yeah. they're just like the perfect person to be in the movie. Um, I did feel like throughout the movie, he's supposed to be deep undercover and just the way... 
Bosworth is like acting or how he's like meeting up with the FBI guys it's like in the parking lot. It, it's just in the open. It's just like they are definitely not taking all the precautions here <laughs> to to cover themselves. Yeah, well, we're definitely looking at this through a very like 2020 lens, 2022 lens. Yeah, I mean, right. When but I was renting this from the video I'll, store, I don't think I was thinking too much. We, about yeah, that. we've seen the wire, like fucking <laughs> right. Uh, but then, yeah, we get that scene where he's out in the open meeting and William Forsythe spots him. And then we have that motorcycle chase. Uh, that motorcycle chase is awesome. For, Not just the like, first motorcycle chase. Like, there's... Are you talking about the one where he kills... Uh, right, where he kills William Forsythe's character. Which um, isn't the first chase, which is fun. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the race? They have a race earlier. They have a race. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, the Sturgis thing or whatever. But... Um, yeah, it's a fun chase. He's got that machine gun where he's just like, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about the scene with William Forsythe and the other guy at the beginning where they're trying to shoot beer cans off of each other's heads. Oh, and yeah. And he pulls out the machine gun and blows up Holy the car. Holy shit. Like, you're like, this is the movie so I'm watching. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so funny. How did he hit the beer can and not him? Yeah, and not hit the guy. Yeah. With a so, especially because he wasn't just, like, trying to do one. Yeah, he's just spraying He's bullets. just spraying them. Yeah, as a person. And then they just laugh about it. Ha <laughs> ha. Even the guy on the ground. That's how hardcore they are. Yeah. I get so lost in that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, it, it totally detracts me from the film. But for some reason, watching this movie again for the second, like, through again, I was just, like, totally there for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I accept everything that's happening in these moments. <laughs> right. I am here for it. I love it. I want more of it. There's a pretty slow part in the, I would say, in the second acts but like other than that i mean and then when in, in the chase then he pulls out that same machine gun and he just starts like blowing up there's a cop car chasing him and he just shoots the shit out of the cop and the yeah. cop car blows up like there's tons of huge fucking explosions in this movie and then even the one where bosworth takes him out he like read you know he bumps his bike and redirects him like right into the front of another Holy car how did the shit. people in the car not die because his bike explodes yeah well that's i have that in my notes i'm like oh like he just killed he just killed those people he's killed to those keep people. his cover like he killed so many people like <laughs> so many people and like innocent people he killed them <laughs> I do can't take the chance that this guy gets back. I do find it kind of like okay, so they're in a motorcycle chase. um, But he, yeah, he ends up running into a car. Like I would think that he would have better control and better awareness on his motorbike. (laughs) But uh, I still liked how his motorcycle blew up and he flipped over (laughs) the car. Hey, I like how you can still see he's still like a like a visually when he's sitting on top of a pile of timber yeah on top of his bike i believe with a cigar in his mouth yeah i think so like you can still <laughs> recognize him that scene is fucked up <laughs> yeah. and then they then they actually burn him on a pyre when they have a like a valhalla like fucking by the way funeral form at the biker you gang you guys to do that to me yeah <laughs> that should be our send off <laughs> Um, is that legal? I don't, I don't give a think fuck. So. <laughs> James, I'll do that to you. All right, sweet. I can't promise so you, Winchester, Dustin. Winchester send off. Yeah, yeah, Dustin, you've got a wife. Okay, I'll ask that, her to bring That's me. not part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, if you want, I will, li- I will literally set your body ablaze. 
I just love all the questions that are going to come from that. <laughs> why is he on a motorcycle and why are we he, burning? This is what he wanted. He never rode a motorcycle. Never, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he needs something to ride into fucking Valhalla with. <laughs> Witness. <Yeah>. Witness him. <laughs> uh, uh, we do get all those scenes where Boz is trying to like get in with the gang. He brings that like uh, bulletproof vest. Yeah, like yeah. he's trying to like, Hey, I got I'm I got source. some people, I'm a for right? Some shit. Yeah. Which why wouldn't he be like, who the fuck are you, and how do yeah, you have do you all have these this? sources? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get suspicious till way feels later. Very Brooklyn Nine Nine, being like, so Jake's just gonna go undercover mm-hmm. as a car thief without the ability to steal a car, like yeah, uh, and it's just gonna work out, like, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't yeah. give a shit. Like I had no <laughs> energy cares? at that point. Like, and, and I think that I, I, I have no real good way of talking about this, but the sense where if you can just bring me along for the movie where I'm not questioning it, I'm having such a good time. That's the, that's where you want me. Yeah. There's definitely enough stuff that just keeps you moving along and it's fun and it's kind of wacky and, I mean, I'm questioning it now, like, oh, now this and that, but like... It, well, speaking of killing people... Don't get me wrong, does, yeah, it's a fun movie. After they do the P2P deal, those guys get away because Chains changes the deal on them. Yeah. Those guys get away with the truck with full the of truck. the shit yeah. to, for making crack or drugs or whatever it's for. No, meth, it's... Meth or... Is it for making like weapons? No, it's for no. drugs. Um, and I have so no then idea. he. You mean there's two million dollars worth of whatever it is? Twelve on the yeah. fucking on. Streets. I wouldn't huff that stuff. Anyway, he like pulls along, and he with his handgun he manages to shoot and disconnect the trailer from the semi truck. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. While moving. To be fair, it Pretty takes sh- him. Five or six shots. Five or six shots. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Uh, no, but then it, it rolls. <laughs> it, it rolls into the gas station yeah, and, and it blows fucking up. explodes. But that doesn't make any sense. What happens? Because the cab doesn't. No, <laughs> no he disconnects it. Drives it. Off. He disconnects yeah, them. They so, drive but, off. But, but that's what like, I mean. But they don't get on their on their phones like, later hey, on and be like, hey, on, by the way, uh, somebody fucking jacked on us their on the CVs. way. Yeah. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think this all leads up to to the fucking to the doomsday. We're gonna crack the whip. Scene. Fuck it, crap, crack the crack whip. The whip. The courtroom scene, which is like oh, it's just 20, the twenty minutes, is so good. That could have been an entire movie. It's even better because they know it's gonna happen, <laughs> and they try to prepare for it. It is, and a- yet. It still all happens. You're totally right, James. <laughs> like, like, like they are like, no, we have the army here. Yeah, they got some we're, bullshit army guys. Like, hey, we need to look at your truck. We're also <laughs> very, very easily like, look over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the funny the thing that's like you're saying, they knew it's gonna happen. They kill those army di- guys and mail them like in a fucking box with yeah. a thing that says "crack the whip" <laughs> and the face of the judge with like a fucking X over it, like so they know he's that's, a target. It's so good, it's so good. <laughs> I can't believe how many people they kill in this movie, and everybody's like, "Oh, that happened, eh? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, well, life's just normal." Oh, you know that scene where they they shoot them and they put them in the crate. That's also the scene where they take that guy's hand and put it Gut. into the yeah. 
That scene where they put them in those okay. crates is because he's like, up. I don't know, Chains. I don't think you're doing this right. You know? Listen, guys. <laughs> listen, guys. Come on, you're with me, right? We shouldn't do this, guys. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? That crate. But seriously, that crate scene is fucked up. It's like from a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> they just take two dudes and they're like, get in these crates and then just. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Chains' girlfriend, who, you know, Boz is working as a, hopefully as a witness the whole Nancy? time. Nancy? She's like, what? You're crazy. You just murdered them. And he's like, I need a new bitch. <laughs> and then William Force yeah. like, hey, I have one of mine. Take one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. This is William Forsyth, the true brother. Uh, okay, true so, brother. True so brother. uh, brothers share their women. So, <laughs> this makes it even crazier, though, that Guts stays he with them. Still stays with them. <laughs> Listen, I'll go to the courthouse, but we shouldn't kill anyone. <laughs> uh, uh, who's in Hard to Kill, eh? Oh, Gut? Yeah. Oh, he nice. plays Danny. Nice. Um, but the setup for this court scene. So you have um, the helicopter, which is going to be right. They're bringing Bosworth in with a bomb yeah, tied with to the him. bomb. They're they already throw know him that down. They know Boz is bad. Yeah, they know they're not bad. He's good. They, know, they know. They know he. Well, whatever. He, he's the FBI. a cop. He's yeah. a cop. So he's so he's bad, but different bad. <laughs> he's a different kind of bad. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, AWOL, uh, Gregory, let's call him uh, GSC. GSC, Gregory Scott Cummins. Everyone uh, will know what we're talking about. <laughs> he's flying him in. He's a, I, he plays the perfect Vietnam vet. Yeah, yeah. Like just like, whoa, what's up? I smoked a lot of heroin out of human skulls. Anyway, I'm here to fuck shit up. I don't believe in the government. I don't believe in anything. Oh, that part's great too because Boz, of course, gets out of his fucking wrist ties. Tosses the bomb to that guy, kicks him out the window just. But I love the timing of this yeah. because it's like it's about to go off, but he doesn't get to fall all the way to the ground and blow up. He blows up like almost as soon as he's out of the helicopter 100%. door in midair. Love it. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like so. Do you think that maybe this would be the kind of movie that we would have made? <laughs> but like, and it didn't hit because it's too good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just delivers exactly. I mean, this is in the I same mean, kind of ballpark to me as a movie like Hard Target, where it's ridiculous, but it's just so fucking fun, and the action hits, and it's just like so stupid, but, but I'm having such a good time with and it. And that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, like you would have expected him to like fall to the ground and yeah, then yeah. blow people, but it's like, no, we're no, not no, going to no. do we're that. Doing the midair explosion. Yeah. I think the difference also with this movie versus Hard Target is this movie has so many. Other characters that are so good and bring yeah yeah different you know Lance elements Henriksen again yeah when Bosworth exactly. jumps out of the fucking helicopter he falls so far so hits, far he hits that marble so hard <laughs> he would have shattered then, his knees yeah oh he would have shattered his Every fucking shot, head shattered his body he's yeah. like he landed <laughs> the powder he pulverized. Landed, he landed like spread eagle pretty much. His head hit the marble. Like his head would have exploded. John, the glass slowed him slowed down. Slowed him down. Because he falls <laughs> he falls probably fifty feet before he goes through the skylight. Yeah. And then it's another like fifty feet down to the marble. <laughs> yeah. But then when he then he, he pops up immediately and takes the guy out. That fucking guy through a window. Oh man. Sick as fuck. But I do like that they at least have him all cut up after that. His clothes are in yeah. tatters. There's cut big lacerations on yeah. his face and chest. So I can also, I say that? I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Is this everybody's favorite scene? We're just going to talk about like the... The court scene? Oh, yes. Court scene. Yes. Okay. We should probably start off with um, 
with fucking uh, chains. Chains coming in as a priest. Coming in as a priest. Cool as Irony, fuck. right? I love because this guy's about to be executed because he yeah. killed a priest. Yeah, I'm gonna say that uh, <laughs> face off paid a little tribute to this. Um, <laughs> when he shoots that fucking lawyer, well, he first he shoots the the FBI guy that was the undercover agent. Oh, that was that, the FBI. that Bosworth shot and pretended to kill during I the drug deal. Re- yeah. I couldn't remember who and it he's, was. He's, and he's like, like, this, this time it's for real. real. Yeah. I couldn't remember who that was. He blows him away through the when back. When he shoots him through that back, that is one of the greatest kills that we <laughs> yeah. have ever watched in a movie. Pretty great. Honestly. Yeah. That, that, when I saw that, I was like, holy fuck. I, I think the movie gets to have its cake and eat it too a little bit here too because he gets to kill the whip. But we all we also kind of want to see that, right? We're kind of like, oh yeah, well the whip is also a dickhead. Yeah, so but shoot he also him, sure. he also kills all the judges. Yeah, <laughs> and he has like one of the greatest lines that he says to the whip. What does He's, he say? He says, "This moment reminds me of what my father said." Oh yeah. No, son, that gun's loaded. <laughs> it's that- so. So great. good. It's, it's so, so good. <laughs> it's so good. And um, uh, that sums him you know up. What? You know what? Ten out of ten. This movie, ten, ten out of ten, tens. This movie also does the one crazy thing that a lot of movies won't aren't willing to pull and just mows down innocent people. One hundred percent mows people down. Mows people down. It's like it's complete indiscriminate. That's why I think it's hilarious at the end. Where the FBI guys come in and it's kind of like, good job, Boz. Like, you saved the day. <laughs> From who? Like, what? But the, the Boz, who, who did you say? Everybody's fucking dead. Earlier. But, but the tracking <laughs> shot as he walks out of the yeah. courthouse is fantastic. It is. The Boz, it is. But the Boz has that scene, yeah, where he walks through and he, like, sees... He sees all the carnage. All the carnage. And he's obviously, like disgusted and like oh i didn't take it that way at all i took it as like yeah he's like fuck yeah oh (laughs) yeah that's what i took it as yeah i maybe i was like inserting myself in like some guitar soloing yeah oh some sax in there i (laughs) thought he was like look at what destruction no like, no i mean that that would be a more reasonable thing for him to do no that, no that was just me. i think he's like i went in i fucked shit up yeah i killed fucking lance hendricks oh no he didn't even do it sam mcmurray gets to shoot him yeah uh, that was he sick. looks great falling off that fucking rail uh, i i'm not a big fan of that like that scream too like <laughs> pop back up i'm alive oh, die hard. like i pulled a gun yeah die yeah. hard um but like it was pretty sick to see him get that kill. He gets to have the one kill. I also do like uh, when they back the truck up to the window and the motorcycles just drive through the glass. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I just, just love Driving that. through the courthouse on their motorcycles. I love so, it. As much as there's I... so many standoffs where it's like, he's at this end of the hallway and he's at this yeah. end of the hallway. As much as I hated the true lies... We're gonna ride motorcycles up to the top floor with the horse too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved this as much as I hated that. Like, I love the fact that they're in well, he this courthouse riding motorcycles around. That horse should have jumped the building. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been great. Oh man, it's it's a tremendous finale. One of the most fun climaxes of of any movie we've done i think it's just so crazy and over the top and violent and ridiculous it's so fun and i wish there was a sequel to it i wish there was an uncut version because i heard they did again for the uh you know 
had to get it down from the NC-17. Gotta get those Crizzos out of here. Fuck. Fucking Is there a Blu-ray release on this? Uh, there's, there's a Blu-ray. I don't know if it has deleted scenes or not, but... All right, let's yeah. buy the rights to this movie, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got... I got... I got $117. So, I mean, there's Stone Cold Revisited. What a tremendous Should we rate time. this fucker? Yeah. Yeah. We definitely should. Uh, James, you decided we were doing this re- revisit at this time. Yeah. So, I'll go first with my ratings. My personal reaction is a nine. Wow. Um, it's fun. And... Uh, I think from the first time I watched it, I wanted to rewatch it again. I'm glad we rewatched it. I feel like I'm going to watch it again probably in a year or so. It's like one of those movies you can just keep going back to. Um, but yeah, personal reactions, a nine. Overall, uh, 6.8. Now, I believe the first time we reviewed it i think we were all in like the fours i think i gave it a five or something like that i think i gave yeah. it a 4.4 4 in that but, area but that's that. just tragic I it mean, is uh my Ch- changed oh. a lot since those early years yeah 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 so for me like plot five kills action seven pacing six quotes and tropes seven personal reaction nine overall 6.8 so i really like it i enjoy it uh, I think it's very entertaining. I think like everyone should watch it if they're an action fan. It's like the perfect video store rental oh, style yeah, movie. Definitely. And uh, yeah, you should check it out. My reaction is an eight and my overall score is a seven. Uh, I had a hell of a great time rewatching it. It was a movie I liked and I used to rent like multiple times as a kid. Um, but for some reason, it just like now, just like with Hard Target, it's just like hitting a sweet spot when I watch it where I'm just having such a great time every time. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I'm going to come in right with you pretty close. I'm going to come with an eight reaction overall, 6.8. Um, it's fucking fun, man. Fucking watch this fucking movie. <laughs> There's movies that are 6.8s that I would rate. And I'd be like, ah, don't watch it. It's not that great. Great film. Like you did a good job. Yeah. Not necessarily the best movie. Uh, this movie is fun as fuck, and it's also <laughs> it's got that rewatchability for sure. Yeah, aspects. Like, so. Seriously, watch watch this movie. So overall, six point nine. Oh, by the way, guys, I did hear that this movie is basically a ripoff of a nineteen seventy four Australian movie called Stone. Oh, about a biker gang where a guy infiltrates a biker gang. So, Why are we watching so that? We need so we to watch. Gonna, that. We are going to watch that at some okay. point. Cool. I, I found it online. It's out. It's out there. Awesome. So. Man, that's um, sick. So that's uh, overall score 6.9, which means we're in that realm of a massive tie here. So we have at number 52, Lethal Weapon, They Live, Full Contact, Drug War, Nobody, The Taking of Helm 123, Battle Royale, Vanishing Point. (laughs) That is a huge tie. It's a huge tie. Oh, that is interesting. Can I go first? Yeah, I'm going to go last. You go first. I'll go first. I'm going to put it at the end of all of those. Wow, behind all of them, eh? Yeah. Really? I think that's there's definitely an argument to be made for that. My first instinct is to put it after Full Contact ahead of Drug War. But, man, all those are really good movies, too. Man, that is... This stuff. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with John. I'll go with John. I'll put it behind all of them. Really? Yeah. I mean, even Vanishing Point. I like Vanishing Point a lot. I think Vanishing Point does something that is so interesting that it 
it's uh, it's a different beast. Yeah, these are very different movies. A like Vanishing right. Point just does this. See, that, thing. That's why the initial thing where it's like Lethal Weapon, they live full contact. Those are all like fucking bangers. Yeah. So then I want to put it ahead of Drug War because I like Drug War, but it's in comparison to those movies, it's a very different type of movie. And I love Drug War, <laughs> but like for me, it's just like Vanishing Point does this such an interesting. Th- it's it's so interesting as a film mm-hmm. that I have to put it behind that. I enjoy this. I have a, this movie is funner than a lot of those movies, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I just can't do it. Like, does that make sense? Dustin? Yeah, I get you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dustin's first instinct, which is it's going to be behind full contact in front of drug war. Jesus. Fuck James. You really fucked this up. I, we've never done anything like this. So I guess that's where it is then. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll have to put it into our supercomputer to figure out where it's going to go now. Yeah, it's going to have to go in between okay. those somehow. But um, we've never had anything like this. Yeah. Well, not quite like this. Yeah, because there's so many. It's so spread out. And so we got two points, two votes for it going further back. So that should give it some weight to stay further. Okay, back. so so nobody in ahead of taking Apollo one two. Three. Yeah, maybe yeah. Well, that's right in the middle. Actually, it should probably oh, go. So should it should go, go behind, behind taking, Battle Royale. Uh, behind taking Apollo one two. Three. Yeah, so it should go behind taking Apollo one two three. Yeah. All right. So that's a new number fifty eight. But where is it moving up from? That's what I want to see. What's the jump? On All Stone right. Cold? Stone Cold. Because it we rated it. Not fairly the first time. No, definitely not. Um, um, you know what, guys? I appreciate that we're willing to accept that we've made mistakes. It was number 152. Yeah, so it jumped... 100 spots, basically, almost. Basically, yeah, um, 94 spots. 94. That's crazy. That's the biggest jump, I think, on a revisit we've done. That's huge. All right, so num- num- new number 58. All right, well... Thank you for listening. Um, make sure to check us out on Instagram at Action Action Podcast. Um, check us out on Letterbox at Action Action. That's where we have our list. You can also become a Patreon follower. You know, choose a movie for us. Get some extra content. Hopefully, we're going to be adding some more extra content there sooner, uh, sooner than later. And uh, we'll see you next week.